Welcome to Restrictions Do Apply podcast. I'm Unika Smith. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, please like, share, and follow as you guys have done before. Um, here's my medical update. Um, I have seen my neurologist and my neurosurgeon, and they are still very happy with my progress. Um, I'm only, I guess we would say like six weeks post-op. So, uh, there are things that, you know, we still have to wait, wait and watch for. I have to take a, another MRI, um, to chart where I'm at and a baseline for them to watch for the next couple of years to see if I, um, grow another tumor because it's possible or if they didn't get it all, um, that tumor that tummy could grow back so anyway that's the progress that we have now but externally I look pretty good um, they're very pleased with my scarring but um, there's still a lot of work to be completed in the inside so I'm still healing um, I still can sleep on I can't sleep on that side I really can't really sleep on my back because if you know your scalp moves, you know, it's kind of loose from your skull. And so if I sleep in certain positions or when I wake up in the morning, I can feel like this uh, painful, like burning because I've pretty much been like the fusing of my skull and my head from the scarring area. I've been like, I'd say possibly like pulling it apart you know stretching it like you'd stretch skin but um hopefully that's not too gory for you guys but you know here's the update and um which tells me again that my insides are not healed and my inside my head and that's two part um which takes me into the podcast now just because physically we look like we're healed, we're doing great, and we're feeling great. Our insides are not always healed. And sometimes even you get be on the surface, like you're, you know, right below the skin and it looks good. Like, you know, outside of my head, like right now, it looks good. But if I touch where the scars are, there's still a high sensitivity there. There are still some areas that are not all the way healed, even on the outer layer that I have to be really mindful of and make sure I don't nick and scratch with brushes and stuff like that. Like that I'm very um, soft with. And I'll say that you should think about that for your life, period. There are levels and layers of healing and stuff. And I hope that you guys will, you know, take the time to go through those layers because that surface layer may feel healed but you have other underlying things that you need to work on or feel and and get through because you know we made it through the survival phase now it's the unpacking and deciphering of what's left um to get through in life and um i am so grateful and thankful to have uh, gone through a year like this and 
ending it in the way that I am. But there's still work to be done. There's still work for me um, physically um, on the outside, like vein wise of like trying to figure out like how I want to look and how I want my hair to look with one side shaved. Like, do I want to shave the other side? Um, do I want to wear my hair straight now to cover up my scarring? Do I want my scarring to just show? Like, those are things physically outside, inside. Do I need to ask my doctors about, you know, it fusing to my skull? Like, should I be like moving my head around a little bit more so it doesn't kind of like stick together or, you know, what, what all needs to be done? And wondering when will I be able to sleep on my right side? Because I sleep, that's my favorite side to sleep on. And um, I have tons of pillows in my bed <laughs> so that I can prop up the right way um, on to getting to um, being able to uh, endure a full day of activity, a full day of um, thinking, critical thinking, cognitive thinking without having to go to bed because I'm exhausted. Like there are a lot of layers of growth that I'm having to go through just for myself and to build my endurance and to walk past fear of uh, relapsing because I've overdone it and to learn to engage my levels of exertion so that, you know, I have enough, number one, to be able to get home if I drive and, you know, try to do some physical activity. Number two, well, no. Number one is to make sure I'm cognitive and, and alert enough after I've had a lot of activity to be able to safely drive home and, you know, and be good. Then on to, you know, um, just being able to drive and all of that stuff to getting my endurance up so that I can work a full day's of work. And so that's where I am now, like working on my cognitive therapy, I guess you would say, of trying to see if I'll be able to, to manage it and um, the exhaustion of problem solving. Because that's my, that's my um, moneymaker at the time is for, you know, troubleshooting. And will I be able to function at the levels of which I was functioning pre-tumor, pre-seizures, pre uh, meds because I'm still on all the meds well not all the meds but I'm still on the major seizure med um, for at least another six months or so and um, you know those are a lot of things to like deal I'm not in a defeated phase of that I'm not in a um, fighting to get off the medicine type of deal I'm in a point of stability trying to build some stability for myself um, that I'm comfortable in uh, and uh, moving forward and not you know focusing on today and getting through the day and not trying to focus on 2022 so much of you know career and and all of that stuff I just want to get my days straight and you know doing progress per day I'm not going deep into the rabbit hole of you know of 
wanting what I've wanted all these years of um, um, progression of um, promotion and all of that stuff and money because after this year, I know God provides <laughs> on levels in which I can never um, have thought, figured out on my own. He provides. So that's not my business to worry about. I'll let him handle that. And I just have to get to a place of confidence of Mika of, hey, you're not on steroids anymore. So you're off those steroids. Can you still get stuff done without those steroids? Can you focus? Can you can you um, lean into that focus that you had without steroids and get things done that you want done and push yourself to do those things? Um, and even physically, like there are some things that I want to do physically that now I've been released a little bit more, not a lot of bit, but a little bit more to be able to do more physical things. And I want to get in better health, you know, because I've been having to kind of chill for a while now and I want to ramp up, you know, um, where I've been and, and, and try to progress past where I was and, um, you know, kind of where I stopped and get those muscles going, get stuff working physically. And I, and I saw something about, uh, meningiomas and, um, your diet, of uh, of having lower, a lower carb diet, which we've seen that with a lot of stuff, lower carb diets help us a lot, uh, uh, our health a lot. So it makes it more um, crucial for me to watch my carb intake. Not that I'm going on keto or anything like that because I believe in balance for me. Keto works for you, good. I just know that I wouldn't be able to keep up with that for the rest of my life. So I got to find a balance and make sure that I'm checking myself on the amount of carbs that I take in. Um, and uh, that's uh, simple carbs not complex, but, you know, really work on what I'm doing and that I'm conscious of it or when I do it, which I already know when I'm exhausted and stressed out, I go for sugar, gross sugar treats, man, like gross. I, I, I know that's what I do. So I have to work on that and it's important to do it. So, um, it's just being more mindful of myself and mindful of what's important to me um, and me being accountable to that. Cause it's like, you could say what's important to you, but if you're not doing anything, uh, to deal with those important things, then is it really important to you? Is it? So that's where I'm at. And I hope with me telling you guys where I'm at, you guys can relate and, you know, take that on for yourself a little bit. And so, you know, to wrap up, I'm back to just because you think you're healed on the surface doesn't mean that you're healed all the way through and work on that. Look into that. Be true to yourself. To thine self be true. That's something I've told my son and daughter since they were little kids. To thine self be true. Nothing's worse than lying to yourself. If you cannot be truthful to yourself, then you are really cheating your life and the people around you if you can't be true to yourself. And if you know you're not doing the best that you can to take care of you, 
you need to figure out why is that? Why is it important for you to take care of others but not take care of yourself? Why is it, um, why are you just sitting there and doing nothing to take care of yourself when you know you can? Why aren't you just taking an extra step to do something for yourself that you've just been putting off? And I'm not just talking to you. I'm speaking to myself. Like, why? <laughs> like, you know, so I'm, we're digging deeper um, into our mental. I know they said, you know, like mental health has been like really rough for people uh, for 2021, 2022. I'm sorry, 2020, 2021. And we're going into 2022. I understand, you know, and uh, that it could be has been rough. But I'm praying for um, us to all, like, really look into that. But also know we are in an age of so much at our at our, at our hands of learning, of um, therapies, of so many ways to be resourceful and try to figure out and unpack why we why we are here. And why we feel the way we feel that we should do that. Because, you know, thinking back to my ancestors and the things that they've had to endure and to have to live through and evolve from, and they didn't have therapy. And we have it. We have we have people here to help us unpack. Uh, we have Stephon Lewis, who uh, talks about imposter syndrome all the time, who helps us unpack you know, the, the cruel things that we say to ourselves. We have uh, different therapists out there. You have Esther Perel, you have uh, Brene Brown, who are not necessarily, I can't even say they're really therapists because I haven't like looked into their credentials, but they're people who help you see things in another way. And we owe it to ourselves to do that, to stop beating ourselves up because the world does it enough. So let's stop beating ourselves up and figure out why we think we're unworthy of certain stuff and why we don't think we should take care of ourselves like we take care of our children and our friends and our, our parents and our jobs and all that stuff. Why we weren't focusing some of that on ourselves and get it together. So I don't have a resolution for 2022 because, man, look, goals... For me, um, I'm not really been the thing and I don't have time to look back at a paper and <laughs> see my failures. I just, I'm just not doing it. I will free, I refuse to do it. But 2022 is just going to come, continue to be what I've been working on in 2021. And that's healing from the outside in or inside out and you know, getting it together. And I hope you guys uh, help me. Now, I don't really need your help because I got all the help. That's ugly to say, but I really don't need your help. But I hope it helps you to go on your own journey and worry about yourself. Take care of yourself like that little girl says. Worry about yourself and take care of yourself this year or 2022 or, or from started from your birthday or whatever you got to do. But work on that, guys. And all, you know, because it's, it's been heavy, but it's time to unpack it and drop off those, those blocks, those heavy blocks that we've been holding all this time. Again, 
Thank you for listening to Restrictions to Apply podcast. I'm Amika Smith.